Welcome to Your Community with Dick Boost. Your Community is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. My guests, very appropriate for this time of year, uh, the uh, core officer of the uh, local Salvation Army, Michael Mott, and his wife, uh, Amelia Mott. And Amelia, you're a captain and your husband's a lieutenant. That's right. <laughs> How's that working out? Oh, well, we just work it as a team, and so we like working together. And yeah, that's how we you're go. the boss, though, right? Some days. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, a, it is a partnership, and, and she brings certain experiences to the team, and I bring certain experiences. So it's definitely a, a team effort uh, in the community. Now, you're a former Air Force guy, Michael. Correct. And uh, you got into the Salvation Army, and you just not too long ago moved to the Olympia area. Correct. Yes, I finished my formal training in Los Angeles, where our training college is located. And this is actually my first field appointment in Olympia, Washington. And I'm really excited to be here in this community. Now, before this, you were uh, in Los Angeles? Correct. Quite a difference in population. It is. And yeah. weather. And before that, you were in Anchorage, Alaska. Yes. I was serving with the Salvation Army there, overseeing our social services programs. So Salvation Army, I'm guessing, is probably the oldest charitable organization in Olympia. I think you've been here about 150 years, something like that. You're new here, so maybe I know more of the history than you do. Yeah, I believe that's correct. We've mm -hmm. been here for quite some time working to serve the community the best we can. Now, it started out in England, I think, uh, feeding the poor and, uh, and the hungry, and that was part of the ministry of the Salvation Army at the time, and it sort of still is, although it's variable. What does the Salvation Army do in Olympia right now? Well, right now, we are working to serve from young children all the way up to seniors. So one of the things that we do is we have a 38-bed shelter for those at risk, and we actually take seniors and veterans first their top priority to get in if they're experiencing homelessness and that's open 24 7 365 days a year we also have provide utility assistance to families that are struggling we even have partnered with another local nonprofit to help with firewood assistance for those that need firewood we send kids to camp all summer long and they get a discounted rate they get to go to camp for one full week just for $30. And that's because of community's generous donations. Now you're going to start the bell ringing on... Uh, November 17th. And we'll be ringing through December 23rd. So this is probably our, one of our biggest fundraisers of the year for the Salvation Army during the kettle season. And we have a lot of groups and volunteers that have signed up. And basically all of the, the income and the donations that we receive through kettles goes to our social service programs to provide the resource and funding we need to continue the mission of the Salvation Army. Bell ringing is already underway, and people are dropping uh, money into the kettles, hopefully. Correct. And uh, that pretty much supports Salvation Army services. This is the biggest fundraiser, right? Correct. Our Christmas time is the time that we, we usually raise the most of our money to provide the budget we need to carry us through for the next budget year. And, of course, people can make donations anytime they want. Correct. Do you still serve uh, meals at the Salvation Army or, or just shelter? We partner with Catholic Charities, and they oversee the meals. But people can come down and receive meals Monday through Saturday, lunch and dinner. 
lunch and dinner. Correct. So I should bring this up. Uh, Salvation Army does not discriminate against anybody. I know that's uh, occasionally brought up. Uh, Anybody who needs help gets it. Correct. We serve everybody. That's it. Everyone that needs the support and needs the help, it doesn't matter who you are, we want to help and do the best that we can to help them. Now, you moved up from Los Angeles, your most recent uh, assignment. How does Olympia compare to Los Angeles other than size? I mean, does it seem like the problem was worse in Los Angeles and this is a piece of cake here in Olympia? What are your thoughts? I think that... One that we've noticed is the generosity of the community. Mm -hmm. It feels like a tight-knit community where people want to give back and help others, but we have discovered a need, and there are families that are struggling. There are seniors that are struggling, so we really have seen a need. It might not feel as big as Los Angeles, but we still want to make sure that we're providing as many services as possible to those here in Olympia. And I think the big difference here, of course, is the weather. It's a little different in Los Angeles. It gets cooler and during the winter time. So I can imagine those that are experiencing homelessness, this is, can be a, a challenge for them. Obviously, we want to help those be able to get shelter, especially during the cold winter months. Amelia, you mentioned generosity here. Do you feel people in Olympia are more generous than Los Angeles? I mean, this is just a feeling I'm you don't have yeah. statistics on that, I have, I'm sure. I but. don't have statistics, but we've been here for four months, and we've been welcomed with open arms. Mm-hmm. And there is just a feeling here in Olympia that I haven't felt anywhere else where people really want to help one another and they want to give back. Now, there are so many organizations in the Olympia area helping others. I don't have a number Salvation Army was probably first on the scene 150 years or so ago, but how do you feel like you're different? I know you're a ministry, but how do you notice a difference? How do people know that they need you? It seems like there are so many people that are out helping. How are you different? Well, I think, <laughs> gotcha. <that one. laughs> well, I think what it is, too, is we want to be present in the community. We want to be involved with their community. We want to get to know people's stories. And, um, and helping people. And I think that's a bit relationship building is important to let people know what we're doing um, and also share the stories, success, success stories of those we have helped. You know, stories really brings out to life what we're doing and, and how we're helping people move on with their lives and become self-sufficient again. This Your Community podcast is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be right back. Is it time to have your furnace or HVAC system serviced before winter sets in? Get 10% off all fall maintenance at AmeriCool. AmeriCool is your local independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. The friendly professional team at AmeriCool has been serving Southwest Washington for the past 17 years. Call 360-273-3300 or visit AmeriCoolOnline.com today. Here comes AmeriCool. And now we return to the Your Community Podcast. If you just tuned in, my guests are uh, Lieutenant Michael Mott, the Corps Officer for the Olympia Salvation Army, and his wife, uh, Captain uh, Amelia Mott. And Salvation Army, I think pretty much everybody has heard of you and knows what you do, generally speaking, but there's so much to do. Uh, Do you feel overwhelmed sometimes? You say you're helping people. Do you ever feel like you're really helping people? Do you get stories or do you ever get discouraged? I think that it is easy sometimes to focus on the challenges, but when we drop off a bunch of 
12 kids that are running onto our camp here in Washington and they come back with stories about how much fun they had and that they get to experience new things. Those are the stories that we try and remember. We try and remember the family at Christmas time who the mom is crying because she didn't know how she was going to give her child Christmas toys, and now she's able to provide that through generous donations of people here in Olympia that give to the Salvation Army or the individual that you know gets the key to their apartment after being homeless because we help them find a new apartment or a new place to live. Those things are happening every day. But there are difficult days, but I would say the good days outshine the difficult ones. Yeah, you don't feel like you're just putting a Band-Aid on the situation. That Sometimes the change has to come within Mm -hmm. the person, right? I mean, you can't, you know, you have to kind of want to change. Do you see that happening? We do. And one of the things that we say is what our goal is to give individuals the tools to succeed. And then from there, they can take those tools and they can use them, hopefully, but also that when they come into our building, they feel love and support and care. And that changes everything when someone feels, you know what, someone truly cares about me and they want the best for me. And that can really change someone's heart. You're not looking down on people. No, absolutely not. Because sometimes I think that we're maybe once, all of us are maybe one step away from mm. having a difficult hardship or mm. situation. So we have to look at each individual with dignity and respect. Yeah, you kind of said it there when you said, all of us are one step away from Mm -hmm. being in that situation. Just takes that one misstep somewhere Mm -hmm. along the line. Do you have any, you know, general stories or maybe from Los Angeles or wherever you haven't been in this area very long, but where somebody's life has truly changed and maybe you've talked to them several years later and, and they say, Salvation Army got me out of the mess I was in. I won't give their name, but um, I know an individual who was living in a homeless encampment, and the Salvation Army went into that encampment, found them, gave them shelter, and helped them find alcohol and drug treatment. And from there, they've been reunited with their son, they've been reunited with their family, and they now are working for the Salvation Army counseling and giving back to those that were in their shoes just two years ago. So that is amazing transformation of what giving someone support and help and shelter can do. It completely turned her life around. Do you need volunteers, Uh, Salvation Army, uh, the bell ringers? Most of them are volunteers, aren't they? Correct, yes. We, We do really enjoy having the volunteers partner with us during our kettle season and um, just to give you some information, if you would like to partner with us, the best way to contact me would be through my email address, which would be michael.mott at usw.salvationarmy.org. You can just reach out to me through email and just let me know that you're interested in bell ringing. And I can definitely get you plugged in to our upcoming kettle schedule. We depend on those volunteers, the majority of volunteers, to help us um, during the kettle season. Yeah, local service clubs, uh, Rotary, Kiwanis, uh, Lions. I think all the service clubs have volunteered and are on the schedule right now. Yeah, so they could be local business people. They could be just somebody looking looking to help. We even have healthy competitions sometimes, whether between the police department and the fire department or other clubs. We'll even have some competitions and who uh, can kind of be 
do the best as far as ringing the bell and just giving us that support. And even families that want yeah. to give back and spend a day ringing the bell, it's always a really fun opportunity for families to mm-hmm. sign up, individuals to sign up. We have something at the Salvation Army that every person can volunteer for. Yeah. Now, our time is running out here on your community. Um, as you walked into the studio this morning, and thanks for getting up early to be here. Any final words that you want to say to our listeners? We just are grateful to be here in this community. We've been here four months, and we continue to look into 2024 with high expectations of what we're going to be doing in the community, and we want to be getting out to know more people, more other partnerships, and just growing in the community and being present to help those and and learn where the needs are and learn really learn all about the community in Olympia. I think, too, we just want to thank the community of Olympia in advance for being generous this Christmas season, for volunteering, for giving back, and for helping us continue to serve those in need. We cannot do it alone, Mm -hmm. and we need the support of the community, and we're already so grateful for the support that we have already received and what we know we're going to get. So we look forward to seeing and hearing those bells ringing of all the wonderful volunteers. Lieutenant Michael Mott and Captain uh, Amelia Mott with the Salvation Army, thank you for being on your community this morning. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Your Community with Dick Poost, presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. Your Community is produced by Jennifer Mathis. If your business, nonprofit, or civic organization would like to be featured on Your Community, please contact us at 360-943-9937.